friends, and welcome to the Hungry for Results podcast. I'm your host, Lori Nadescu, elite athlete and sports dietitian, and this is the podcast where we talk to athletes and experts about using food as fuel to get the results you are hungry for. A few quick housekeeping items before we dive into today's fun episode. Um, on the website, hungryforresults.com, there's a couple new posts. One is about preparation for Gila, um, a stage race that starts in two days. So that's a lot of fun. Go check that out if you're curious about what it takes to get ready for five days of intense professional racing. There's also a post about weight loss and race weight, which is a very popular and sensitive topic. So there's a lot of good information on that. So go ahead and get reading, check that out and come back to me with all of your questions. Also have a few new recipes up on the site as well. And of course, lots of fun information and photos of my travels on Instagram. So make sure you're following at hungry for results. Okay, so today we have a really fun episode. I finally got to catch up with Molly Herford off the podcast, away from microphones, over coffee in Tucson, and that was really fun because we're both so go, go, go and traveling all over the place. Um, and she was in the middle of some extensive travel, and of course I've been away from home for about two and a half months now. Um, and this is my last week before I finally get to return home. Um, but speaking of so much travel, we definitely wanted to chat with you guys about how travel impacts nutrition and how to stay healthy on the road. So let's dive in and talk to Molly Herford of The Outdoor Edit and The Consummate Athlete Podcast about this super important, very interesting nutrition topic. So we're here today with Molly Herford. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself to the Hungry for Results audience. Amazing. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Um, when when I try to send a bio to radio stations and podcasts, they try to read it and it takes like a minute and a half and I usually have to cut them off and be like, okay, you know what? I, I'll just, I'll fill in the blanks as we go. Um because I do a lot of things. Um, I know you do. And I, and that's why I'm just like handing it over because I know you do a little bit of everything. Exactly. And, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So when someone asks, the, the first answer is I'm a writer. I write mainly about endurance sports, so cycling and running. Um, I have a book series called Shred Girls that comes out in May and that's for middle grade and it's it's my first fiction thing but I have a nutrition book and a lady parts and cycling book um, and a cyclocross book out now um, I run a podcast called the consummate athlete with my husband and I coach a bunch of camps which is something that kind of recently started happening so yeah I do all of the things basically all the fun awesome things oh I love your work and I'm so glad that we get to chat today on this podcast I I'm definitely a big fan of yours, and I've been on The Consummate Athlete before, so it's really nice to have you on Hungry for Results podcast and introduce you to this audience. Yeah, it's it's always fun to be kind of on the, the flip side of the microphone. It's it's very strange because I accidentally start interviewing the person, uh, but since <laughs> you and I just finished recording one for The Consummate Athlete, hopefully I won't just keep asking you questions instead of answering right. things. <laughs> It's fine. We'll just treat it as a conversation. Whatever happens, happens. Um, but the main thing that I want to talk to you about today is 
traveling because you and I both do a ton of travel. We're rarely at home for long periods of time. And, you know, being on the road, whether it's for work and for research or for a training camp or being athletes because you're an athlete as well. And we want to keep ourselves healthy while we're on the road. So I want to steer this conversation in that direction and get a good sense of how you keep yourself healthy while you're on the road traveling. Yeah, it's it's a topic that's very, very near and dear to my heart. It's definitely something that I've, I've had to work on a lot over the years because it turns out when I started traveling like 10 years ago and being on the road most of the time, when you're like in your early 20s, you can pretty much eat most things and not really have it make an impact at the time. Uh, but it catches up with you as it turns out. So I've had to do a lot to clean up my diet in, in recent years. Yeah, that's a sad eye-opening fact for our younger listeners. Um, It it does catch up to you when you get older. Sorry, but it's true. So enjoy it while you can. Yeah, but maybe start working on the good habits when you're younger. If I could give my younger self advice, it would just be like, you know what? Drink water sometimes. That would probably be a good idea. Uh, younger. <laughs> right, down soda. Yeah. Stop going to fast food. Like eat an apple. It's okay. Exactly. Younger oh. Molly was not so much worried about her nutrition, but younger Molly also was not athletic at all. So they go hand in hand. <laughs> Absolutely right. That's so true. Um, so being an athlete and being on the road, what is like the biggest thing you focus on? Oh, gosh. I mean, for me, honestly, it's hydration, simply because if I don't focus on it, I will legitimately go a day without drinking water. Um, I'll start the day with coffee, like, you know, like everyone does. And I will never actually pick up a water bottle unless I think about it. So for me, that's been the biggest thing is, you know, always having a water bottle on me and always having it full and making sure that I'm actually sipping from it. I think the best thing I ever did for myself was now when I wake up, no matter where I am, I travel with a greens powder. And the first thing I have is a giant glass of water with the greens powder in it. So at least that way, every day I'm like starting with that little tiny win of I hydrated, I got in some vitamins, life is life is going in the right direction. That's a really good tip and and great advice is first off to always have a water bottle on hand because if you don't have it, you can't drink it. Yes. So step one, just have a bottle. We all have water bottles, fill it up and carry it around with you. Um, It's not that hard. If you have it, you're going to drink out of it. So that's amazing advice. And the second piece there that I want to touch on is that daily routine Um, because these things don't come naturally. And I think that a lot of athletes need to understand that these are habits that you have to put in place and you have to like do them for a while before they become a routine and become a normal part of your life. So you kind of have to force it. You know, we want to wake up and grab that French press first thing in the morning, but maybe set an alarm. And this is something that I personally did this year is every morning at 6 a.m., my phone dings me to say, drink water. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, because otherwise I'm the same. I I want coffee immediately. But if my phone's telling me drink water, then I'm like, okay, I'll drink that cup of water and then move on to coffee. Exactly. 
great advice to kind of force that habit. And it's a really good way, you know, when you're traveling to wake up and and have a routine and have something that makes you feel like you're starting every day off with a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the other thing that I've started doing too is prioritizing vegetables when you're traveling because so frequently they're not available to you. You know, like you know this when you're driving across the country and you stop at a gas station, you know, they don't really have vegetables on hand. So when there are vegetables, when there is the opportunity to have the good salad or, you know, sneak some veggies in with your eggs or do whatever, really like put an emphasis on trying to get those vegetables into whatever you're eating because the odds are pretty good that at least one meal of your day on the road is not going to have any vegetables in it. Yeah, that's just the the reality of it. So I'm really glad you called that out. And again, it's so important to take advantage of the vegetables when you do get them. Um, So when you're traveling, uh, what vegetables are you like what do you prioritize? What sources or like, where do you try to sneak those vegetables in from? Oh, man, I'm I'm like a spinach obsessed person. So I'm I'm one of those people. So Peter, my husband and I, when we're driving across the country or something, if we want to stop for a meal, most of the time what we do is we just go to a grocery store. Um, we get one of those big ass clamshells of salad, um, usually just a spinach kale type mix. We get a rotisserie chicken, we get like, some peppers, maybe a tomato, an avocado. And then like hobos, we go outside and we have our, our knife and fork set up. No, like honestly, nothing fancy. We have one knife and two forks. Um, and we will, you know, shuck the chicken. I don't think that's really the right verb for what you would do with the chicken. Yeah, I um, don't know what that's called, but yeah, take apart. Yeah, we take it apart. You know, <laughs> we chop up the pepper, we chop up the avocado, we chop up the tomato. And then we just shake it all in the clamshell. And of course, similar to you, I always have salt in the car. It's one of my staples. I'm actually a weirdo. And like, if I'm at a Panera, I will steal salt packets, hot sauce, mustard. Oh, um, yeah. Vinegar. Mayo packets. Exactly. Um, I, anything because they're so convenient to have on hand. Exactly. So even when I'm not driving, I actually have like a little pack of packets like in my bag at all times because you just never know when you're going to need a salt pack or, you know, some, some white vinegar on something. That is so true. <laughs> and I don't know if you've seen these before, but Trader Joe's actually sells little packets of coconut oil. Oh yes. Which are amazing. So I have gotten those to like add to my packets that I collect, you know, from, from outings and gas stations and, and Starbucks and whatnot. But those are just so handy to have um, as part of your travel go-to. It's so funny you said that. I got those a couple of years ago and Peter made fun of me for getting them. He's like, we're never going to use them. Immediately, he used all of them. <laughs> so funny. But going back to um, the salad bar, and this is just like brings up like every trip that I've been on in van life because exactly as you said, go to the salad bar. I usually get like the giant clamshell of greens and Mm -hmm. then go to the salad bar and like fill up a separate container with all the good stuff. Ooh, love it. Yeah. So, cause the greens are like cheap in there. You know, you don't want to pay $10 a pound for your greens. So just like buy those separately, fill up on all the good stuff. And then I have stood in my van, like with my little cutting board and knife and like made my salad. Mm Mm-hmm. 
for the road because it's so important to get in that good fresh food when you can. So no shame um, if you see people um, at the tables in your Whole Foods making their own salad, like pulling apart their chicken or cutting their own carrots in the parking lot. It's totally acceptable. Yep. (laughs) They're getting the nutrition they need. Exactly. (laughs) I'm glad I don't feel alone in this situation. Um, (laughs) And then like anytime we're at a restaurant, you know, like, obviously like yeah you can order the salad but like we'll also order you know sides of mixed vegetables or sides of sauteed whatever whatever green they happen to have if it's kale if it's spinach if it's charred whatever you know order the extra serving of it we'll ask for extra you know vegetables or extra greens on you know if you're at chipotle i'm like can i have 18 scoops of the the pico de gallo salsa on there like totally counts as a vegetable it's fine (laughs) yeah that's important i mean vegetables that doesn't mean you have to eat salad right there are other ways to get your vegetables in um and even just having chopped up carrot sticks celery sticks that you can kind of Mm -hmm. munch on while driving while on the go i mean all of that really matters um when you're relying on foods most of the time that don't have that super high produce component yeah i think my husband might be a serial killer because he legitimately will like eat a pepper like an apple or eat a tomato like an apple just because he hasn't had a vegetable all day he'll do that and i'm just like shaking (laughs) i have i can't get there and this is coming from someone who really loves vegetables i can actually do that with the zucchini but (laughs) the other day um because i'm currently seeing at the home stretch and there's a shared refrigerator uh, of multiple athletes and I opened the door and there was just a pepper with an obvious like bite into it like sitting there in the fridge and I was like who who is the person who bit the pepper (laughs) who did this (laughs) that's fantastic I I mean I guess I'm glad that he's not alone but I'm a little upset that he's not alone in that right Yeah, so on the vegetable, on the salad part, are you a dressing person or a no-dressing person? I'm one of the weirdos that's, like, no-dressing. I find if you have an avocado and tomato, you have, like, enough, and it's, like, a good avocado that's ripe, and the tomato is juicy enough, you can pretty much shake the crap out of it and get everything, like, a little wet. I also, oh, so arugula is the greatest green in the world because it requires no dressing. You just need to get it a little wet, and it tastes like it has dressing on it. Yeah, it's super flavorful and peppery. Yes, that and I'll do like a squirt of lime juice if I happen to have it or if we get, you know, like an actual fresh lime, I'll do that on top. And that's enough for me with some salt and pepper. I'm golden. Okay, we can no longer be friends. (laughs) I love dressing. I know it's a a bad thing, but a little bit of olive oil and vinegar and or an occasional ranch dressing um yeah I'm definitely a team dressing salad dressing but last night I did put tomato sauce on my salad which was a new thing but just like you were saying you know you can mash up those tomatoes a little Mm -hmm. bit so a little bit of spicy marinara sauce and it was it was a nice addition to my salad I was into it whoa I like it and I mean this is not like I'm not one of those people that will order like an undressed salad at like a restaurant or something okay because I have known people who like 
say, oh, I really love spinach. And then they actually like reach in the spinach bin and like eat handfuls of it plain. And I'm just like, no, no, those people are no. monsters. Right. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> totally with you, you here. Be healthy guys. You should be healthy and eat your vegetables. But like, let's be realistic here. Exactly. We also want to appreciate taste and eat like a full balanced meal. So yeah like if i'm Uh, yeah if i'm somewhere i will get dressing on a salad and i'll even i'll make a good balsamic every once in a while but if i'm just trying to throw together like a quick side salad or gas station salad no dressing okay fair enough um so with traveling we talked a little bit about like the foods you choose but what about any special equipment like anything that you have on hand all the time to help your healthy eating journey while you're on the road oh yeah so there's there's like two levels there's like the mini level and then there's like the we're doing a huge trip and we have our food box versus our like food satchel we'll say so the satchel is really simple that one's just like two bowls two forks a decent knife a tiny cutting board um a pour over for coffee and coffee filters um and a can opener and a wine bottle opener (laughs) essentials exactly and spoons if i didn't say spoons already so just your very basic kit um and then if we're going for like a long time you add in we've got like a few little small spices we always have with us we have you know, a thing of olive oil that would always be with us. And then we used to have, and I would love to get it again, a griddle that was about the size of like a baking sheet, like a cookie sheet. And it was like three inches deep. And I don't even know if I can get it anymore, but it like folded up pretty well. Like everything that it was a plug-in griddle. Um, and, so an electric griddle. Yeah, electric griddle. Yeah. And it was great because it was deep enough that you could actually use it like a crock pot. So you could make a stew or a curry or whatever in it. Oh, or you could use it for your eggs. You could do pancakes. There was no limit to what you could do with it. It was. It served us so well. And it was flat. It folded up really neatly. It fit really well. It was great. Would get again, will get again the next time we're going to be doing a really long trip. Um, so that... Yeah, we... that sounds amazing. I'm going to so have to good. stock Amazon for that and see. I'll send <laughs> you... definitely be very useful. I'll send you a link to one. It's, it's perfect if you're, you know, A, if you eat eggs and B, if you're into just kind of one pot meals where you just throw a bunch of stuff in and cook it for a while. So good. Um, we have that um, I love the rice cooker too and small electric kettle because I have no shame about like going into a gas station bathroom, plugging it in and making the water do my coffee in that. Oh yes. Yeah. So we have definitely, I think, chatted about this yep. before <laughs> in our shameful acts of how you travel and consume coffee. Um, yeah, I have sat at a Whole Foods and plugged in my electric kettle in in the cafe area and need my own coffee. Yeah. No shame. It's fine. You do what you got to do. Exactly. Um, Yes. Electric kettle. And that's something I know I have one that like folds up. So it's like super portable. And when you're looking for travel equipment, you know, having things that are light, that are multi-purpose, um, and are pretty durable are really good options. Mm -hmm. And I've even hard boiled eggs in the electric kettle. Like so easy interesting yeah you've got to be super careful when you put them in to avoid like them cracking and messing up the electric coils in there 
but if <laughs> you're very adventurous you. yeah if you're very gentle with it you can totally do that way you can also hard boil them in the rice cooker though so yeah the rice cooker is a definite staple i bring that along with for every trip i can't go without it because i don't have time to cook rice on the stovetop um I'm just bad at cooking rice on the stovetop, to be totally I mean, honest. Really, who, who can get it right? Exactly. It's a, it's a difficult skill. Yeah. I actually remember we got food poisoning at a stage race once, and we didn't get it till the last day, luckily. And we were on our way home. We were at a Motel 6, and the rice cooker saved us because we couldn't eat anything. We were just dying in this Motel 6, but I used the rice cooker to warm up, like, chicken broth. Oh, no. <laughs> it was the most depressing <laughs> trip I've ever been on oh my in my God. entire life, but at least I had... <laughs> at least I had chicken broth. Chicken breath in a rice cooker in a Motel 6. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that times. sounds horrible, and I'm so sorry that you had to experience that. <laughs> that's, that's van life right there. I mean, I I did once use a jet boil in the rain at a truck stop mm-hmm. on the sidewalk to make coffee, because that's how desperate I was. Fair I got enough. a lot of strange trucker looks. Um but I still feel like that's not as sad as, as your Motel no, 6 story. No, so you're really brutal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Um, so do you have, when you're traveling and, you know, it's it, even if you're trying to be really healthy, it's still difficult. Like, that's just kind of the nature of it. Oh, yeah. Do you have any big concerns when it comes to your nutrition when you're traveling? Anything you worry about? Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, number one, the the caffeine addiction is is definitely real. Like, I've had days where, you know, I get out of the van after driving for like 12 hours, and I haven't really noticed how much coffee I've been consuming. And I get out and, you know, I move around for a few minutes, and I realize I'm vibrating. (laughs) So that is definitely one of my biggest concerns. The other one, to be honest, is I have a really bad sweet tooth. I love pastries. I, yeah, like, I'm not a healthy eater by nature. It's something I have to work really hard on. So for me, the ease with which one can eat entirely pastries for an entire day (laughs) while traveling is definitely a major concern of mine. (laughs) To, uh, to kind of combat that slightly, I've, I've tried really hard to make sure I am getting enough protein during the day, whether that means doing you know, trying to eat more hard-boiled eggs or, you know, actual legitimate meals that have it, or just in a pinch, I have collagen peptides that I put in my coffee. I have whey protein that I drink and just trying to do that to kind of stave off the, like, I'm hungry, so I'm going to eat three donuts kind of thing. Yeah, that's a really good point because when you're on the road, you know, you don't always know when and where your next full meal is going to come from exactly Um, you know things happen or you're out on a training day or you just don't have a facility or you're driving all day um so what other you you mentioned the collagen protein which I definitely am a big fan of those little portable sticks those single serve packets yep um those are so handy and dissolve so nicely into coffee exactly and lets us drink our coffee Mm -hmm. in the morning um yeah but what other little you know, snacks or bars or things do you have on hand for those emergency situations? Ooh, kind of a favorite question. I love Epic bars. At first, I thought they were kind of gross because it's like cranberry turkey bar. And I was like, oh, <laughs> but turns out 
totally delicious. Um, they're definitely my kind of go-to. I really like the single-serve almond butter packets from Justin's, though. Mm. They're, like, kind of a nice combo of, like, sweet, salty, and kind of quell the pastry craving while still being a better choice, nutritionally speaking. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, other than that, honestly, I'll just kind of peruse the shelves at, like, Whole Foods or Trader Joe's and see what kind of looks good. I have, like, a chia quinoa craisin bar from Trader Joe's right now that I've been kind of working my way through, but I pretty much always have at least, like, five bars in my glove box at all times in the car or in my backpack um, to kind of try to avoid the I-need-to-stop-and-get-a-donut-right-now kind of mindset. Can you tell (laughs) I like donuts? It's kind of a problem. Um, donuts are delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I'm personally not a, a donut fan. I don't have the pastry bug. I think ice cream is my thing. So along the road, if I'm like, oh, there's some ice cream, which is nice when you're traveling because it's a lot harder to get ice cream you yeah. <laughs> than like pop in for a donut. So um, one last big question. So for all of our athlete listeners who are trying, they're traveling a lot and they want to be healthier, what would your best piece of advice be? Oh, man, let's see. Honestly, I think it's really just be prepared. You know, it's so easy to rush out the door and not have anything to eat, anything to eat with. Um, But honestly, if you just take like three minutes in your kitchen right now, like when you get done listening to this or while you're listening to it, take three minutes Make yourself a little travel kit that has, you know, a bowl, a spoon, a fork, a knife, you know, a couple of like electrolyte tabs, a couple of bars, whatever, you know, kind of with whatever you have on hand now. I think making that, put it in your car so you always have it, like that can just make such a huge difference. And also always steal the condiments from Panera. (laughs) I feel like Panera is going to come after me at some point. Poor Panera. Yeah. But yes, preparation is like 99% of the battle when it comes to the eating healthy on the road, I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's super solid advice. Preparation is number one for pretty much all levels of success. So yeah. And I love that idea of putting together your own little personal travel kit. I definitely have a very large travel kit myself, but what you're saying is completely correct. Just start small, look around, gather your little things and make sure you have those essentials on hand for any trip because even if it's just like a business overnight trip or a training camp having your little familiar favorites and things that help you get by in a healthier way is going to make your life a lot easier and keep your health goals on track exactly so molly it's been really amazing talking to you um this is the hungry for results podcast so i have to ask you what result are you currently hungry for oh i have my first race of the season coming up may 4th it's a 50k the north face endurance challenge in big bear new york um so yeah hoping for we'll say a result there um podium would be really sweet but no promises (laughs) Well, that's awesome. I mean, most people's first goal or first race of the season is like a 5K and you're jumping right in to that 50K. So that's awesome. Lots of respect for that and definitely wish you the best of luck at that event. For all of our listeners who want to look 
up you on social and look you up on the web where can they find you yeah um my main website is theoutdooredit.com that's kind of my home base we'll say and then i'm on twitter and instagram at molly j herford awesome well thanks so much for chatting today thanks for having me That was such a good conversation with Molly. So much useful information. Um, I'd say the biggest takeaway there is when you're traveling a lot and you're still looking to perform and meet your nutrition goals, you just have to get a little creative and stay disciplined and not rely on whims and whatever you have available. So definitely take that extra minute to create your travel pack, to look at and assess what resources you'll have on the road and design a nutrition plan that you can take with you. And if you're having trouble designing that plan, you can head on over to hungryforresults.com and schedule a consult with me and we can definitely work to develop one that meets your needs for your specific traveling requirements. This episode is brought to you by Swiss Wellness, a global health brand known for its premium, naturally sourced vitamins and supplements. Swiss sources the highest quality and most effective ingredients from around the world, and their formulations are backed by scientific research to support your optimal health and well-being. To learn more about how you can step up your daily wellness routine with Swiss supplements, visit S-W-I-S-S-E-U-L-T-I-V-I-T-E-S.com. That's SwissAltivites.com. And I do want to point out that Molly has a new book coming out. It's called Shred Girls, Lindsay's Joyride, and it drops in just days. So if you have a young female cyclist who really needs some inspiration and motivation about girls having fun on bikes, definitely purchase that. Head over to shred-girls.com for more information there. And of course, to hear more from Molly and to hear some of my interviews about sports nutrition with her, head to the Consummate Athlete Podcast and give those a listen. All right, guys, that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm off to Gila in Silver City, New Mexico, so stay tuned for that. Fingers crossed. I'm really hoping it goes well. And I'll be back in a couple weeks when I'm back home in Minnesota with a new episode all about gravel racing and how to fuel that gravel riding. All right, thanks again, and don't forget to head over to HungryForResults.com.